author, editor, Manny Frischberg, and I talk about the Twilight Zone and short stories. So what's your connection to science fiction? Well, I've been reading science fiction since I was about 10 years old. Uh, not counting the superhero stories that I wrote when I was, you know, 9, 10, 11. I've been working seriously at it since, uh, since 1985. Wow. So uh, uh, when you were 10, can you tell me who were you reading? Who was I reading when I was 10? Actually, I was reading uh, Richard Matheson and Robert Block and uh, Rod Serling. Rod Serling, I know. The other two I don't. What, what, what so oh, genre? Uh, well, they were, what, what I was reading was Twilight Zone anthologies, which oh. were the stories that the Twilight Zone episodes had been based on. The stories that the episodes were based on. Okay. Yeah, and Rod Serling edited a series of these. Wow. And uh, my, my older brother had gotten into it. He was reading uh, amazing stories mm. and things like that, and he started recommending <laughs> these short stories to me. I think I was 12 when I read a Theodore Sturgeon story called The Professor's Teddy Bear. Wow. Which just left me breathless. Huh. I have read that. Oh. It's, it's, uh, it's a, a very quiet horror story. Oh, okay. And it was, it was actually what made me say I want to be a writer when I grow up. Cool. Well, that's pretty powerful. Yeah. What, what I actually said, it was, it was, it was the first story that made me put the book down and go, oh, wow. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And my ambition from then on was to write things that would make people put the book down and go, oh, wow. Nice. Is that a novel or a short story? It's a short story. It's a short story. It's in the collection called E Pluribus Unicorn. So, you know, the, the, the whole idea between short stories and novels, I've had kind of a, a honestly, a love-hate relationship with short stories because I feel like, wow, I want to read more mm-hmm. when I'm done with it. And I look around and go like, well, how do I read more? Because there's no more <laughs> short story. <laughs> Well, I, I understand that, and you know, from a writer's perspective, that's all for the best. You yeah. know, you leave them wanting more. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's also, what can I say about that? Um, well, craftsmanship-wise, here's the other the other side, the love-hate part. So the other part is that I, I, from what I've observed with writers who write short stories and novels, is their short stories are really, like, quite powerful and hard-hitting and awesome and not always do I enjoy their novels and maybe I do enjoy yeah. but not the same way they're, they're very different forms mm-hmm. uh, my, my first real writing instructor who was Terry Carr said that when you're writing short stories because you have so little space mm-hmm. every paragraph mm-hmm. if not every sentence has to do triple duty Yeah, it has to um, it has to enhance the setting enlighten you about the character and move the plot forward. Yeah, totally. And you have to keep that in mind because you have to do that in every paragraph. Mm. Whereas a novel gives you the freedom to stretch out. You know, so some of the skills that I learned from short story writing, like avoiding what Terry called expository lumps, you know, those, mm. those chunks of exposition. Well, in a novel, you're allowed a chunk of exposition. Right, right. So, so let's let's describe a little bit of what what is exposition to the audience. Do you have a uh, exposition is where the story breaks off for the teller of the story, whoever it is, the point of view character or the omniscient narrator, gets to tell the reader something that they need to know for the story to go on. And there are places where that there are places to do that, and there are times when that's essential. Yeah. Particularly if you're writing science fiction or fantasy, where you have to describe the whole world. Yeah. Yeah. But the trick is to find ways to work it in that are unobtrusive. Mm-hmm. And in a short story, it's very hard to do that unobtrusively, except in very small bites. Mm-hmm. So you put in 
a sentence of exposition here and a sentence of exposition there. Mm-hmm. With a novel, you can just break off and you know figuratively say to the reader, "We're going to take some time out now so that I can explain all of this yeah, to you." Yeah, yeah. So, so like for example, maybe there's a bridge, and so the person stop the the story the the, the person the, maybe it's a detective. The detective needs to go under the bridge, but then hold on a second. Let's describe the bridge. Let's talk about the bridge. Let's oh, it's a drawbridge, and and maybe it's in, in disrepair. So right. so that means we're taking away time from the plot drive to expose create write a bunch of information that exposes the situation and then we will continue on with the plot drive right and when you're writing a short story you do that by saying the drawbridge instead of the bridge right. or you know the rusted drawbridge right. or you know the flaking paint on the rusted drawbridge yeah, yeah. so you get all of that in in this very concise phrase right right whereas when you're writing a novel you could in fact depending on how the scene is unfolding mm. you could just stop off and put in a paragraph of nothing but the description of the bridge right right Right. The short story format causes you to maybe you talk about the rest of drawbridge and then as the detective is walking around he's tripping on things and you realize oh it's dark and there's no lights and so exactly. through the action it, it brings that in rather than exposing uh, it in a big yeah. paragraph before we walk on the drawbridge. Right. The, the other common phrase for what I've been calling expository bumps are info dumps. Yeah, right. I've heard of that as well. Like, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Neil Stevenson's Snow Crash, but he was sort of famous for for doing info dumps. And then mm-hmm. there was this sort of, and then there's this interesting dynamic where people, some people really enjoyed the info dumps because if they're entertaining enough, even though they stop the plot in action, yeah. they're entertaining enough. It's like having a short story within the novel. Next episode, Manny Frischberg and I talk about the structure of mysteries, and he lays on us his current project, which is some crazy, crazy, well, I'll just let him fill you in. It's it's crime, werewolf, science fiction.